This past week over the Thanksgiving holiday, I took, packed up my cat, Goose, and we, um, we drove down to visit my parents. Now, at some point during the day on Friday, I hadn't seen him in a while. I couldn't find him in his usual spots. This is Goose the cat, not my dad. Um, <laughs> just to clarify. Um, eventually, I, cu I couldn't find Goose. I, and I noticed eventually that the attic door was open. So I peered into the hole of the attic and there was Goose. Somehow he had gotten into the attic, into the unfinished insulation in the roof. So he was sitting in 14 inches of this snowy white insulation and he looked helpless. We realized that he was actually too afraid to walk in the fluff, but the opening was too narrow and too fragile for any human to fit through, especially without falling through the ceiling. So our only option to get him out was to tear down the half wall that separated the attic from the roof. Now the nails were so deep in the plywood that my dad needed both a hammer and a crowbar to jimmy them out. Now normally Goose is afraid of loud noises and we were afraid that the bang, bang, bang of the hammer on the crowbar would scare him even farther away from our reach, but he couldn't really move so he sat there just terrified as my dad diligently swung the hammer over and over and over and over again to pry the wall off so he could jump to freedom. There was no freedom for Goose without having to withstand the repetition of something scary, like a loud metal-to-metal -metal clanging. The clanging was the noise of rescue, of help on the way, unpleasant as it may have been for his little ears. The reality is, is that our world is very noisy. I've always been someone sensitive to loudness, loud noises, construction, fire alarms, sirens, that kind of thing. But I've learned that it is not only a privilege to be able to hear, but also sometimes noises and other discomforts are necessary signs of an active and creative world. Construction makes noise. Trying to free cats from the attic makes noise. Airplane engines make noise. Musical instruments at their core make noise, though of course turns into beautiful music. And so I must imagine that whatever it is that God has in store for us, whether that's during this Advent, this period of preparation, or whether it is at the second coming of Christ when we don't know when will happen, I imagine that whatever God has in store will make some noise. Such preparation and transformations require both noise and persistence, persistent noise. I am reminded in this, in the act of forging, forging metal, right? Especially in our reading from the prophet Isaiah this morning, which contains one of the most iconic lines of scripture describing the abundant peace and goodness of God that is powerful enough to end all violence. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. I would imagine that forging swords into plowshares makes noise. 
the bang, bang, bang of the iron hammer on an anvil. Transforming anything is a loud business, and it can be a terrifying business. The volume and repetitiveness can be jarring. It takes persistence and probably some discomfort in order to turn something deadly into something life-giving. Sometimes I find that the apocalyptic writing during Advent is a little bit like the jarring sounds of metal on metal. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Be ready, be prepared for the coming of Christ is coming at an unexpected hour. The darkness is gone. The daylight has come near. Be ready. These types of urgent messages are so common, not just in appeals to the early church who believed that Christ's coming was imminent, but also often in the alarming words of the prophets in Hebrew scripture. Sometimes those words can seem too intense, too unrelenting, and too loud. Be awake. We got it. And yet, what, if any, purpose could there be for repetition and intensity? What if the noisiness of Scripture is evidence of God's creative energy? What if it is transforming the world, transforming who we are into who we are meant to be? I believe there is a rhyme and a reason for repetitive words and reminders during Advent. The repetition assures us of its constancy. And with each clang of these words, we come, become more like instruments of peace instead of instruments of violence. If we can for a moment imagine ourselves as the swords and spears undergoing such transformation into plowshares and pruning hooks. We are subject to the repetitive, persistent, loud, and slow process of change. But without it, we wouldn't change. The metaphor reminds me that God is hard at work on each of us all the time. And not always in ways that are the most comfortable or discreet. Paying attention, trying to prepare for Christ's arrival, and prayerfully listening to ways we are called to bend or change. This is hard and loud work, but it is the work of being set free. Not only is God forging us all into our best selves, but I think it's important too to remember that God thinks it's worth the while. Sometimes we forget that we are worth such hard and persistent work. We think we cannot change, we are set in our ways, or There are demons we can't shake. We think of ourselves as incurable sinners with anxiety around the idea of redemption. It is much easier to put earmuffs on and try and ignore that God calls us to be changed all the time. Advent is repetitive and urgent. It is loud. It gets our attention. It reminds us that preparation and change take persistence, but also helps reinforce reinforce our faith that whatever it is we change into will be beloved in Christ, and it will be good. It reminds us that God won't give up on us, and that even the worst of who we are can be redeemed by God. 
So I wonder where God is making noise in your life. Where are you being pushed or challenged? What sorts of things, thoughts, events, occurrences have been repetitive or persistent, annoying, trying to grab your attention? Those things might be the key to setting you free. And my hope is that we can all surrender to God's persistent nature and remember that though we are works in progress, we are never beyond hope. And perhaps that is the only way we could be ready for Christ's incarnation. So wake up, wake up, wake up. God is at work on something better than we can imagine. May we allow ourselves to withstand noise and discomfort, repetition and persistence in this season so that we discover new and wonderful parts of who we are. We can be transformed as we eagerly await the arrival of of the Christ child in just a few weeks. I hope we are open to it. In the name of God.